It's time for your Low Country Real Estate Market Update. It's the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show. Brian is one of the top 1% real estate agents in Charleston. Find him online at listingsincharleston.com. That's listingsincharleston.com. Or call him at 843-400-8009. Now, broadcasting from the WTMA studios, here's your host, Brian Beatty. Good morning, Charleston, and welcome to another edition of the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show here on The Big Talker, 1250 WTMA and WTMA.com. I'm your host, Brian Beatty, and uh, gosh, a decade I've been on this program helping you guys better understand what's happening in the real estate world uh, and and applying that to us here in our little corner of uh, the world in Charleston, South Carolina. So as somebody that's been selling real estate for 17 years here locally, about a a billion dollars worth of real estate volume under my belt, uh, over 1,300 transactions, I bring my experiences to this program so that you guys can understand what's happening behind the scenes with transactions, with the process, with the market and how people are behaving so that you're an informed consumer, right? You know the right questions to ask. You have realistic expectations about what you're going to get yourself into if you're going to buy, sell, or invest in real estate. And uh, it's just, it's been my pleasure to be on this program. So, you know, if at any point in time you guys want to reach out to me, you have some questions about your home, you want to buy a home, invest in real estate, you want to rent out a property, we have a property management company as well, uh, then feel free to give me a call. The number is 843-800-0065. That's 843-800-0065. Or you can check us out online, listingsincharleston.com. That's listingsincharleston.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, all those great places for our podcast or the videos uh, where you can see me uh, actually doing this show in the uh, in the studio. So gosh, like 700 plus videos on, on YouTube. But anyways, what I want to focus on today is the comments that Powell made very recently indicating another potential rate hike and, and what that means for the real estate market, at least in the short term. I mean, he's talking about raising it another 50 basis points, which is twice what we thought it could be, but obviously hoped that that wouldn't happen. Um, but obviously we still have some some issues, right, that we're dealing with economically. And so the, the thing I want to focus on is just, I want to do a bit of a broad stroke overview of uh, of what this means, I think for the for the market, and I think to to understand it first, you have to understand that the the U.S. home price to income ratio is at the highest it's ever been, and to create you know equilibrium or to bring the housing market back in line with fundamentals, home prices would have to fall by about twenty percent, and they're going to do that, of course, by you know doing things like jacking up interest rates. And so the the problem here is that once these interest rates go even higher, which I'm assuming is going to happen here uh, in the uh, toward the end of the month when they make the announcement, um, you, you have to think about how hard that's hurting people uh, economically. I mean, the the average home price in the U.S. like when you when you total up the mortgage payments, the interest, the taxes, the insurance, it's about thirty thousand dollars a year. Well, that's a problem because the typical U.S. household income is about $75,000 a year. So over 40% of their income is just spent on housing. That's a problem because the long run average is about 27%. So it's obvious that, you know, we're, we're having stories come out like 
You know, we recently hit a 28-year low in mortgage demand. I mean, of course, we just went from folks having two and a half, you know, 3% mortgages to seven, possibly seven and a half, gosh, almost 8% interest rates. And so with the cost of everything else increasing, it's really hitting people hard in the pocketbook. I mean, the average uh, personal savings rate right now is almost near a record low, 4.7%. The 60-year the average, by the way, is about 9%. So we're not saving money. We're having to spend more money on housing. Uh, it leaves less money for other things, especially things like savings. And you've got this overwhelming group of people that just don't have the interest in not even selling their house. I mean, they might want to sell their house, but they don't want to sell their mortgage. They don't want to get out of a 25 3% interest rate, and I don't blame them. That's why a lot of people are turning to renting out their properties, which frankly is why we started a property management company a year and a half ago that's doing very well, um, is because of the amount of people that are just going to want to keep their home and buy another, use that home as an uh, interest as a cash-flowing investment property because it's at a 2.5% interest rate. So it makes a lot of sense as to why we have this uh, kind of interesting thing happening in our market right now, a bit of an unprecedented thing happening in our market where... Again, you've got this extremely large portion of the population that has an interest rate under like 4%. And so it doesn't make financial sense for a lot of people to move like it used to. I mean, if you think about it several years ago, maybe you were in a 45 5% mortgage and that was pretty decent. But then you could go and you could buy a more expensive property with the appreciation that you saw starting in around 2012, early parts of 2013. So if you owned your home for several years, you've got all this equity built up and now the interest rate is 2.5%. So you can go and buy a bigger, better home and it basically costs you the same amount of money every month. Well, we're certainly on the other end of the spectrum uh, right now. And so, you know, the what, what's what's interesting to understand is that our, you know, instead of our economy being driven by, you know, product creation and by investment and by savings like it used to be, it's now driven by credit creation and consumption. So we are dependent on credit growth surviving because if credit contracts, the market depresses, which makes it, it makes us dependent on, you know, government borrowing and government spending to keep us out of a depression. So, I mean, they're doing what they set out to do. And if you listen to the show or have listened to it over the years, um, you know, we've been talking about demand destruction for, gosh, uh, well over a year, um, probably closer to two years, quite frankly. Um, and now here it is. It's staring us in, in our face and it's causing a lot of people to just sit back and watch and wait. Um, now I get it. I, I, I certainly don't blame anybody for saying, I'm going to kind of wait this thing out and see where we are with things. On the other hand, um, you know, if basically the, the, the reality is because there are so few homes for sale, prices are being propped up. And I think artificially propped up. There's still a lot of underlying demand to transact. And we saw that when interest rates dipped down a little bit toward the end of last year and the first, you know, two months or so of this year, where we were hoping, you're know, like, hey, maybe we're approaching the selling season going into low to mid 6% interest rates, maybe even high fives. And uh, now it seems like it's going to go in the opposite direction. So it's going to be, I think, quite frankly, a rough year for a lot of people in the industry. Uh, 
Uh, a lot of people just are not as in tune with the market as you would like for them to be, uh, as sorry as that is to say. And they're going to have to try and figure out how to sell real estate in a market like this. And that's this is the market that I basically cut my teeth in. I mean, I got licensed in 2006, market crashed in 2008. By 2009, I was in the top percent of agents, uh, top 1% of agents in Charleston. I've, I've been there ever since. But it's because I understood how to read the market and how to advise people accordingly. And so now is the time where the agent that you hire really matters. Um, I'm, I just, I, I see it every day in the transactions that we do with other agents, uh, with the transactions that the agents do that I coach because I have coaching clients all across the country. Um, there's a lot of meat being left on the bone from a negotiation perspective. I think agents have gotten used to just getting the deal done so that they can get into the house and that the buyer's happy and the seller's happy. They get to start the next chapter of their lives, but they're not pushing hard on negotiations like they could be or should be. And so, you know, we've obviously always had that mentality with, with our clients. We want to do everything we can to make them money in the transaction because that's how I view it. You know, if I'm representing a seller, what I do, how I market the property, how we position it, how I negotiate, how I talk with people, all of that equates to dollars and cents in my client's pocket at the end of the day. And so I don't necessarily look at it as saving money. I look at it as earning money. I do the same thing with my buyers. I mean, we just purchased a, or not purchased, we're about to close on a home that, um, you know, we got $80,000 in instant equity. It was a great property. It should have sold. It just didn't. And sometimes that happens and it's, it's tough to say why. Um, the home was priced fairly correctly, but we saw that it was on the market for a while. Uh, we frankly took advantage of that and, you know, got my client a fantastic deal on a home. So they're out there. Those, the, there are deals to be made. Uh, negotiations are, are happening again, <laughs> you know, like in, in, in the COVID years. Um, it was such a hot and heavy market that, you know, your, your feeling of winning, which everybody wants that feeling of winning in a negotiation. Well, really what that meant for, for a while there was you won because you got the house and four other people didn't. And, you know, this time next month, it'll be worth probably what you paid for it uh, because people were paying more than what properties were, were worth because they saw that, that growth curve. They saw that rapid appreciation. Yes, there's some speculation in there, um, but for the folks that had that mentality, you know, a year and a half ago, two years ago, I mean, they're sitting pretty. I mean, property prices in Charleston went up 40% in two years. That's insane. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the, the reality is right now, we don't have this slew of new listings hitting the market, which we, which we see almost every year from a, a historical and seasonal perspective. I mean, this is usually the month. This is the month that... A bunch of inventory hits the market, so it peaks. You know, this month, next month, listings that go under contract peak in May, closings peak. You know, May June, and then it kind of tapers off for a while. So that's like the the bell curve, um, March to June, sometimes July. I'm fearful that because of the few homes hitting the market, because of the lack of demand to sell, that prices will stay somewhat stable until something larger happens economically, right? Right now, the job market looks pretty darn good, but how realistic is it for people to continue to earn the wages they're earning 
uh, because we've had a massive increase uh, in lower paying jobs earning more in several sectors. Um, companies are, you know, I mean, you're already starting to see it. You're seeing large companies uh, laying off 10-ish percent of their workforce. And I think it's just the start of it. So I think when people are more eager to get to work or to compete uh, in a lower wage environment, um, then you know things will stay fairly fairly similar. But of course, this increase in interest rates is going to kill first-time home buyers who are also facing a very strong uh, rental market right now. I mean, anytime we put anything on the market for rent, we get bombarded with phone calls. Uh, there's a ton, 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 ton of rental demand out there. So if you're if you're a tenant looking to rent, you know, Godspeed. If you're an owner that wants to rent out your property, I'm telling you, there's some very uh, attractive opportunities to do that. And that's, I mean, we we designed our property management company, by the way, to be investor friendly. I mean, I'm an investor. I use the company. Other agents that are on my team use our property management company. So do plenty of investors. Uh, and it's because we've streamlined the way that we do business to save our investors money and maximize their cash flow. So uh, if that's something you'd like to learn more about, or if you want to sit down and you just want to have a chat about this market, I will say that it is very, very challenging uh, and basically impossible to tell you exactly what's happening in the market because I'm just giving you the averages of all the data points. What's happening in your area and your price range might look a lot different than what's happening in an area of our market 10 miles down the road. So you really need specifics. That's why real estate is local. It's hyper-local. Sometimes it depends on your street uh, or you know the section of your subdivision. So if you'd like some specific information on what I think's going on in your neck of the woods, if you'd like an update on what your home is worth, uh, if you're thinking of selling and you want to kind of hit the easy button, we have a bunch of buyers that are looking right now uh, and, and we produce a report that shows you how many people in our database would be interested in a home like yours. And it's usually in the hundreds. So um, we've got plenty of folks looking. We can make deals happen behind the scenes if that's something of interest to you. Uh, feel free to give me a call. Let's chat about that. 843-800-0065. That's 843-800-0065. Check me out online if you'd like. Listingsincharleston.com. That's listingsincharleston.com. Or you can always email me. My email address is brian, B-R-I-A-N, at brianbeattyteam.com. Beatty is spelled B-E-A-T-T-Y. So stick around, folks, for more of the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show right here on The Big Talker, 1250 WTMA and WTMA.com. Hear the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show every Saturday morning at 9 and each Sunday morning at 10 on 1250 WTMA and WTMA.com.